morning, Adam. Good morning, Jack. Yeah, my name's Jack Mancini. I'm uh, I'm here to with my I'm here with I'm here with my long-term partner in business coaching with Maximum Value Partners, and we're here today to talk about our. Geez, I can't remember what it is. I never get that word right. Our podcast, our experience sure. in coaching, our podcast. Yeah, a lot of things we are. A lot of things we aren't too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what we do, what we do, we have a podcast that came on the heels of uh, four years on the radio. And those four years on the radio had a, uh, uh, a program called Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And what we do is talk about our coaching exploits. And we've been together 20 years. And we deal with small businesses, owners of small companies. And we define small as under 25 employees, any number from 1 to 25. And we help them work out of their problems and give clarity to to, uh, much of the confusion that exists with trying to self-educate yourself, at least that, or talk to people who don't have the experience to give you guidance. Uh, when they become our customers, coaching clients, they do very well if they stay coachable. But we try not to even start anybody with the little tests we give. Uh, but if you don't do well on that test, we don't even start out with you because we don't want to not succeed. And that hedges our bets pretty good on that. So we have a lot of fun doing this. And it... Uh, <clears throat> It paves, it paves the way for some great clarity and some good times. Good times, especially when people start to get what it takes to run a small business. We're experts in that field, and we do it well, and we love it. And we love to make a difference with the small business owners. So anyway, along the way, we try to stay current with our coaching uh, episodes. And in so doing, we... Uh, we have today a topic which is very timely, given the uh, economy, the problem with politics and, and uh, the, the overall worldwide health industry with this COVID. And that's put a lot of damper on many, many situations for sure. <clears throat> And uh, it's ruined some many small businesses. Tens of thousands of them have to lock up and close up. They just can't make it. And I guess uh, what we, we've been advising our clients, it, has, it depends on the cash flow ultimately. How long can you stay in business without a regular occurring cash flow coming from your products or services? So how do you determine when do you decide to throw in the towel? When is that? You know, you, you have a company that's been profitable. We slammed into COVID. Now all of a sudden you, you can't make sense of the economy in the general sense. And in the more immediate sense, customers who you've been doing business with for years, let's say, for example, um, are no longer there, or they can't anticipate they're having cash problems. So it just feeds on itself. So how do you 
roll yourself through this. And when do you throw in the towel? Great, that's a great metaphor. Throwing in the towel, your your client is getting the crap beat out of them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> when do you throw it in? It harkens back memories to the the Rocky Four, right? Yeah, right. That's a, that's a good one. Throwing in the towel, or Creed told him, "Don't you throw that towel in there." And you got the scene with Rocky holding the towel in his hand and waiting to go, and then that punch that Drago lands just takes down Creed, and you see Creed drop, and you see the towel drop on the floor at the same time. You just—it's great, some you know, great symbolic nature, Jack. So yeah, that's what that's what we're looking at here. So so here we are trying to figure out dude, when do you throw in the towel. It's I, I got to believe, Jack. 98% of our audience, if not 100% of our audience, who's a business owner that's been in business for at least a few years, they've had that thought run through their mind about throwing in the towel. Many times. And there, there are many things that can trigger this. You know, maybe it's uh, you lost a big customer or a key employee decided to leave or retire. Something happened to that, you know, to that employee. Or it could just be, Jack, that you're just tired and worn out, you know? I mean... But whatever the situation is, first of all, a big reason we started this show six and a half years ago, and again, welcome to episode 340 of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Uh, that's 340 episodes, folks. have been doing this for a while. But uh, we started this because we wanted to make sure that you knew that you weren't alone. There are a lot of these dirty secrets, and, and, and the fact that you may be dancing with the idea of throwing in the towel, that's one of those dirty secrets that people don't really necessarily talk about much, Jack. But the idea that that's a... Uh, a thought that many owners have, no matter how successful they might appear from the outside, what's often going on inside their brains and what they're thinking about and wrestling with, this usually will go in there and just trying to figure out kind of, you know, kind of where they are. And so, you know, one of the things, you know, for those of you who aren't as familiar with Jack's background, you know, one of the things that uh, maybe you can give them a little sense of this, Jack, when, when you left your corporate career, one of the things you started to do was buying troubled little companies. You know, and these are companies that may have been losing money for a while and, and the owners were ready to throw in the towel. And in fact, um, many of those owners are being forced to throw in the towel, either by the IRS or the bank or somebody else, right? Funny how the, the system will continually just churn along very slowly, but very steadily. Eventually, they'll get to you. All right. Also, given your business background, Jack, you were able to kind of be... And, you know, if I combine that background with your unemotional attachment to everything that happened before in those businesses, well, you were able to not only purchase those things right, but you were able to get them quickly turned around and earning profits again. All right. So right. Something, something that somebody else was ready to throw in the towel on, and they threw the towel to you. And you jumped in and had all kinds of success. So is that unusual? Is that just because you're so special and unique, Jack, that... Only you could do something like that. Nobody else could do that. Well, of course, you know that that's what uh, that's what it is. I'm I'm irreplaceable. I'm kidding you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of people doing that. It's like flipping houses. You know, it's I mean it's the same principle. It, uh, and then you you line up and and do the analytical work and changes uh, in a company the same way you do it for flipping a house. All right. Just a little different complexity, you know, a lot of different players, but uh, in effect, that's it. It's a very popular field today. People all over the place are flipping houses and drawing a lot of uh, foreign money into the process. 
it, it you know just people are buying things sight unseen and that's kind of crazy though that means there'll be another another generation of uh houses that are causing problems and, and communities and there'll be opportunities there so opportunity jack that's a good word that's a good word to kind of grab onto because again <clears throat> come back to our, our setup here chances are every owner's thought about this and depending on which day you catch them they might be willing to throw in the towel sooner versus later but also knowing again a little bit of background what jack did that there's there's opportunities here so it's not a it's not a decision you want to make lightly in terms of throwing in the towel or not. Um, if you're going to throw in the towel, I guess it kind of gets started on maybe getting clear on a couple of questions. I guess the first question that I'm thinking about here, Jack, is, well, why? I mean, why do you feel that now is the time to throw in the towel? You know, how long have you been thinking about this? You know, what do you, you know, what have you tried? What have you tried to do differently to kind of get out of that mindset? Yeah, you know, but why, why now? Why is now the time? You know, and so that's, you, that's a great question, Adam. Well, you're rattling off a bunch of stuff, Jack. You're rattling off. Well, hey, we, we're 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 coming into a recession. The economy's not necessarily doing very well. The this is still the hangover from the COVID pandemic. It's you know nearly three years old at this point. You know, but it's been going on for a while. It's had maybe that's part of the long COVID impact. People are talking about with, with the disease, but in terms of just in terms of the business side of stuff. So, so so why why now? Have, you know, have there been some other big kind of changes kind of going on? Is it just that again, but you have to get clear in terms of why, and you know, why do you want to do this? And I, I think if you start there, it, it then quickly forms into the next question of, well, what, you know, what are you going to do if you throw in the towel and what happens to your business and your customers and your employees? If you step away, you know, um, you know, what are you planning to do after you close this business down or you walk away from it? What are you going to do next? You gonna go walk onto the golf course? You know, curl up in a hole somewhere. You know, what are you what are you gonna do? You know, so if you're stepping away from this, you got to be stepping to something else, don't you? Well, you're you're. What about people who are forced forced to close? <clears throat> well, I mean, we're trying to get we're trying to get the people people before that happens, aren't we, Jack? Because again, when you say so, give them a sense of what that means to be, you know, where they're being forced. What what might that look like, Jack? Paint that picture for the audience. Well, let's say it's a tax problem. You're you're withholding money from from your employees, and because your cash flow is in a high alert negative area, you know, you're using that money to kind of sustain yourself. All of a sudden, that money runs out. It runs out from from the IRS. Could run out from just having month after month of losses for a while where your personal resources are are uh, used for generating those losses, unfortunately, and you run out of money. Uh, and again, the IRS may come because you're running out of money, but you're taking money from employees' checks. Uh, that's one way. Uh, you, you just stop servicing the business and you aren't controlling it and so your creditors put you out of business. Those are, you know, negative occurrences. So what do you do when you finally come to that point? When do you finally say, hey, I'm throwing in the towel? Well, usually it's when you run out of assets, run out of personal resources with small businesses. And they can't, 
yeah, maybe the creditors will give them uh, a little leeway if you're working with them and being as transparent as possible. And, you know, that may ride you to a, a point where your business picks up again. That's what people hope to do. But it, uh, you know, the, the the likelihood of succeeding if you've had, let's say, a year or two of, of nothing but losses, um, <laughs> that you could flip hamburgers and do the same thing. It's easy to lose money. Uh, so, so I was going to say, you know, one of the things we've said a bunch, and mm -hmm. it's, it's true, people always laugh when we say it, though, Jack, that it's easy to lose money. And I, I think as an owner, I think the owners can, can, can relate to that a lot. Um, so uh, another way to look at that, if you're not a business owner right now, it's easy to spend money, right? Mm -hmm. So again, so mm -hmm. because it's easy to spend money, it becomes easy, easy to lose money. <laughs> if you're losing track of how much is coming versus how much is kind of going. So, so yeah, so if, if you're being forced from the outside, whether it be, Hey, all of a sudden you weren't paying your, your payroll taxes, you weren't paying your sales taxes, you weren't doing those kind of things. Okay. Well, that's probably the worst spot you could be in because you might imagine if you think the banks are bad. The IRS is hundred times worse in terms of trying to That's, deal with and, and get a live body and get any kind of warmth of you know of any type and kind. Forget about it, right? So yeah, it could be from that. It could be from a bank coming in. So a couple of the deals that you had done were banks. You know, the banks let the 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 company go for a while. The company's losing money for a while. And as we know, the, the last thing a banker wants to do is grab the keys and start running the company. So they'll do everything they can to deflect and delay that from happening. But at some point, they have to eventually close up shop, right? And right. it was the option, you know, you came in, you were, you came in almost as the savior for the bank saying, hey, well, here's a guy that can help us get some of our, some of our money back. You know, make us whole or at least make us more whole than we are right now. So they, they, they took a little bit of a risk, but they figured, hey, at this point, we're getting very little to nothing back versus, Hey, we got some upside here with this guy. Let's, let's give it a, let's, you know, let's give it a shot. So there's, you know, there's, there's chances to be able to kind of turn these things in, in a different direction if you kind of know what you're doing. And so that kind of, I guess, goes to my, my next question and my why and what questions, this one's more of the who question. So who, who's helping you work through those options? You know, perhaps you have a CPA or an attorney or a business coach helping you through all this stuff. Uh, but whoever your trusted advisor is, you know, you know, you be sure that you have one um, because it's not, not a decision you want to go through alone. And it's probably not one that you necessarily want to sit down and talk to your spouse about. Your spouse should know about it. But again, you know, your spouse is emotionally involved here as well. And chances are they're going to may not necessarily give you the best guidance or advice in terms of what to do. Um, but you have to have somebody or somebodies you're talking to about this stuff. Otherwise... You're up in your up in your head, you know, and and some of the answers aren't often there. You got to hear yourself talk the stuff out, or you have to have some very uncomfortable conversations, Jack. You do. That's the biggest part. You know, decisiveness, and you know that that comes on the heels of you know you're going around a, a an empty room and you keep hitting the walls and they're closing in on you. Right. So the system, the system, however you want to define it. We'll make those decisions for you if you don't make them. Well, what's, and that's not where you want to be. Well, what's somebody look like, Jack? So you know, you go back in your archives here for for a couple of companies that, that you bought. You know, describe what that situation was like. You know, in in terms of how the owner looked, how were they feeling? Could could you feel the stress? You know, you know, kind of where were things at? Where all of a sudden, you know, again, we're trying to help people recognize here 
again, our question for the day is, you know, when is it, you know, when do you throw in the towel? And so if you can paint a little picture for in terms of here's kind of what some of these folks look like, kind of what they were going through. And let's see if that relates to you, the stuff that Jack's sharing here. If not, maybe it's not time to throw in the towel quite yet. But, you know, what kind of things did you see? Did you see certain commonalities amongst those owners or the handful of companies that, that you bought, Jack? Well, there used to be, first one was many years ago, and uh, people freely smoked. And I, I'm saying this because the the owner of this company at the time was a younger guy, but he, he had an office manager. There were three people already working in the office, but I'd say the office manager because they were both smokers. And I'm not saying smokers like, you know, cigarette every three, four hours or something. These were constant. And, and they had these deep bowls, deep bowls that would be filled up by by noon. And, you know, there'd be smoke, cigarettes still burning. I, I'm, I'm saying this because it just comes to mind so well. Right. That they were smoking like mad, the bigger the news. And by noon, the mail was in and everything was, was uh, analyzed and People we owed money to, or they owed money to, and and uh, our receipts coming. It just it was a chaotic mental state is the best way to put it. Always in a state of worry, driving more smoking. The place was terrible, and in so many ways. But uh, I was able to eliminate that. No smoking except for outside. Get, you know, start start those things going. And <clears throat> the whole reason for bringing this up is that. People will find ways to cope, but they have no business doing what they're doing. They should realize somebody's got to tell them in no uncertain terms, and they got to hear it. That's the important thing, that, hey, it's time to get this company off your back. It's time to throw in the towel. And it's, it's one of those situations that you can't get a valued employee's opinion unless that person has experienced it. See, he doesn't know, he doesn't know the feeling. It's a, it's a very unique feeling to be totally scared out of your wits and not know when to, to turn the left corner, right corner and put more money into it. You can't do it, eventually you're gonna run out of money. So that was the case with, uh, you know, the biggest, the biggest one I had and uh, just trying to calm the waters and you couldn't calm them because they're, they crossed the line and they're always worried about it. Couldn't sleep, couldn't do anything. Just smoke more, <laughs> smoke more and ease the pain. <laughs> so, well, in today's version, people may not be smoking cigarettes. They'll be vaping instead, perhaps Jack, but they are. They're, Probably. Okay. So there's often, there's often some outward signs of those stress or like you said, you, you kind of feel it. You can feel when you kind of walk into the place. You could feel the the tension. You can feel the chaos. You know, some of the words you, you kind of drove. It's, it's the things that you don't feel calm and comfortable when you walk into a place. Now, some businesses are just that way. You know, that's how they are. They kind of go, okay. But most well-run companies, they're kind of boring, aren't they? To a certain extent, Jack, it's kind of... Well-run small business is one of the most boring things you're going to see. <laughs> it's just there isn't that much stimulation once all the problems are solved. <clears throat> so people come in, they pay you your price, and they get a product they like, and everyone's happy and smiley, and they go out. 
that's a well-run company. Uh, I don't think you find a lot of those today. When you do, they stand out. And, sure. uh, yeah, so when you start losing money, that's the first sign. You know, well, you get more signs, I guess, before that. But when that one starts hitting, boy, it has to be on high alert. And you can't keep doing that very long, regardless of your resources. Let me just make a quick clarification on that, Jack. This is something that we teach a lot of people about, you know, doing their forecasts. We call it the profit plan. For those of your long-term listeners here, the, the profit plan is number two of our seven keys. And the profit plan forecasts out how to make money on purpose for the next year. And we usually try to get it done on a monthly basis. And what happens, we talk about, look, for the full year, we want to show a profit. Now, there might be a month or there might be a quarter where you're losing money. There are a lot of companies that are that have some seasonality to them. And there are certain months out of the year, you just, you just lose money. And it's okay. It's okay to lose money in a month or a quarter. The idea that what Jack's talking about is make sure you don't lose money for the entire year. So we don't want you to hit the panic button of all of a sudden, well, gee, we normally have a very soft November, December, January timeframe, Jack. And all of a sudden, hey, here we are losing money in November, December, January. Maybe I should throw in the towel. Well, no, no, time out. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that because you're expecting to have losses during that time of the year. If all of a sudden you're having losses during your busy time, which maybe for you is in June, July, and August, okay, then it's a different discussion, right? But if, again, so... I just want to make sure that, that we're clear on that, Jack. It's not like all of a sudden, hey, I, I lost money this month. I better close up shop. It's yeah, more, no, it's you're more, right. It's on that annual basis. And and some of the things you start to see, so what happens with that? So where does that money come from? You know, where are those losses that get funded from, Jack? It's come back to those, you know, that's, that's, you know, some of these dirty secrets people don't necessarily think about. So where does that money come from when, when you have a loss? How does it, how does it get plugged up? How does that loss get filled? Well, I'd stick in my hand in my pocket. <laughs> and making it whole again right so you're, you're you're the owner putting money into the business you're you know you're putting your savings in there you're you're borrowing from your retirement plans you're you're doing whatever that okay so maybe it's from you personally maybe you tap that out so what do you go where do you go to next next one is friends and family lend me this okay you can do it or no that's that's tapped out too okay now we go to the bank I'm not sure if that's the order. Probably would be close to the order. Right. And you should be hopefully nurturing a relationship with the banker. They always like to say that, but they change around so much. They don't stuff to get a relationship with the banker, a good one, but you should strive for that and make sure you accomplish it because they, they get to know you, which is vital. And you in turn present a plan and talk the language reasonably well and show them how they, if they keep working with you, it's, it should work out okay. We got a better than even chance. And they step forward or they don't step forward. But there are so many banks, one on every corner. Basically, uh, you can try to use your network to get in touch with somebody who's got money in that sense. And banks have money, obviously. Uh, other organizations, especially today, will lend money into factoring for example will focus on your receivables and if they're in good shape that can get you money uh, and affect paying in advance and <clears throat> taking a cut of the action for it so there there are just many ways i'm sure you could think of more 
in your dealings, Adam. You've had a lot more experience with that. Can't hear you. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, so, so so it happens. It happens all the time. <clears throat> it happens all the time where where, where folks. Uh, I wanted you to bring that highlight. I appreciate you, you, you summarizing that pretty well, Jack. It's not like it happened overnight. So it starts with, hey, I'm taking money out of my own savings, my own pocket. You know, I'm putting money in there, or I'm I'm starting to, to borrow from friends and family, or I'm borrowing from the bank. So it, it, it's likely happening over months or years, where we're trying to plug the hole. We're trying to we're trying to just get through. And and what we often come back to, we keep asking the question of what's the plan. So when we're asked that question, what's the plan? The question is asking, what's the plan to make money? That's that that's that's the key role of a business. And the business is not making money. Eventually, it's going to run out of money. It runs out of your funds, your friends and family's funds, your banks, whoever it might be. Eventually, the funds run out. So we got to be making profit. So how are we making profit on things? And so it comes back to be able to say, okay, well, can I show a way to make money? And almost every business goes through some down some down cycles. So just because you've been in business for ten years or twenty years doesn't doesn't mean you're you're protected from having a bad quarter or bad year or bad run. Doesn't mean that at all. And so it comes back to what are we doing to make sure that we aren't getting in so far, either tapping all of our savings or getting so far into debt that it's hard for us to find a way out. That's where a lot of people, I think, they get to the point where they just feel, hey, I can't, everywhere I look, Jack, everywhere I look. I'm squeezing squeezing that little box. Yeah, yeah, I I keep getting in this hole and I'm looking up at the, I'm looking up at that, that light at the top of the hole and it keeps getting smaller. All right, okay, so... You know, at some point you say, hey, maybe it's best just to kind of toss that towel on and kind of walk away. And so if that's a, a place you're at, again, you know, I'm glad Jack brought this up because I think a lot of there's a lot of talk going around in terms of, you know, where are things at and the overall, not only in, in your local economy, but your national. And if you look worldwide, kind of where things are, at. there's a lot of unsettling things you see out there. And if you've been having a tough time to this point. You could be thinking about this question right now in terms of, you know, is it time to throw in the towel or not? And something again, is every business salvageable? Well, that's a good question, Adam. Some some should be shot dead. It's time. Yeah. And then, you know, that's, that's a self-cleansing kind of thing. You know, the, they, they, they don't keep up technologically. So better products can be made cheaper and there's alternate methods to uh, accomplish the same process. <clears throat> so if, if you aren't keeping up with that, you really can't compete and stay in business. Now, you'll know it, but <clears throat> often, you know, it's, it's, it, there's got to be decisiveness, and that's easier said than done. You know, you're, you have a substantial nest egg, so you can ping it several times before it starts to get down to dangerous levels. You don't want to do that, but you 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 can't not ping it a couple of times. But if you can't get a good plan together that you and your key people believe in, you give it another chance, and then that's it. You know, uh, you you pull the plug on it, you throw the towel. All these cliches that uh, uh, or metaphors—that's what that is. But uh, yeah, it. It, it comes down to the, the person's point in life. It comes down to risk. It comes down to that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, you're losing money. So that puts a magnifying glass on it. 
And I think most people will say, look, uh, it's time to unload this thing or close it down. And I'll go elsewhere with the with the money and get something a little more modern. Get some, you know, who knows where they're going to go? Maybe they do nothing, but uh, they they don't leave their their losses on the table. That's for sure, or they shouldn't. Right, shouldn't. And again, it comes back to the the point they were sharing some of the stories earlier on about you know situations Jack got involved in where the the owner lost the ability to make those decisions. They waited too long and the outside world came in. And so that's going to happen eventually to, if you keep letting it go. And so it comes back to, hey, how are we going to make some money? And if we can't put together the plan that you're talking about that shows us making money, Jack, with, with pretty good confidence, then it makes you wonder, okay, what are we doing here? We haven't made enough changes to the, to, to the plan or we can't make it. You can, only, you can only cut your way so far. You can only cut, cut expenses so far, Jack, to try to get the profitability. Right. You got you got to have some sales coming in to be able to apply against those expenses. To make yeah, somebody's got to drive those sales. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't give it all away. Right, and markets change, and things change, and 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 if if you, if you, if you've had a company for ten or twenty years, there's no shame in closing up and starting another one or they're doing something else. Mm -hmm. Had a good run for ten or twenty years. That's okay. You know, not all companies are made to last a lifetime, Jack, or meant to transfer from one generation to the next. That's why you see. Any stats you look at, you see one in three small companies don't, you know, you know, only one in three make it to the next generation. I think it's like one out of five of those that make it to the third generation. It's just, it, it, it doesn't happen a lot. So don't, don't be worried about that. Don't be embarrassed by that. You can, you can start another company, start from scratch. Maybe you see other opportunities that can come back to the questions we're asking. Okay, well, what are you doing next? And if you start getting more excited about what you're doing next, that probably tells you something too, doesn't it? If all of a sudden your energy and your and your and your time is being spent with that what's next part, well maybe that's where you're spending your time. There's there's more energy there, there's more things happening there. So those are good things. Yes, yes, they are. So if you're if you're feeling that this is you know something you're dealing with, um please feel free feel free to reach out. You can shoot us an email at radio at maximumvp.com. We'd be happy to respond to you that way. Uh, give you our thoughts and we can get on the phone and kind of chat as well if, if, if that would help you. If you don't have that kind of trusted advisor to kind of talk through who's been through these things before, often it's just helpful to talk to somebody who's been there, who's done it before. They can ask questions. They, 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 can, they can help get to a solution much quicker than folks who've never been through it before, who are learning along the way or who are emotionally involved with you, you know? So, but it's a, it, it's a tough question that you should, shouldn't be answering on your own. And that's why I wanted to bring it up today as part of our show. And again, open up um, to all of you who are an audience. If you, if you want to talk more about it, then feel free to reach out to us. Other parting words of wisdom, Jack, for our throwing in the towel folks? Just hold on to your cash. <clears throat> don't, don't unload it wisely, especially with the bad, crazy economy, especially with this crazy economy. It's not following the rules the way it should. And... You know, there's going to be some interesting times ahead. So don't be quick to do anything that, that you know, diminishes your resources too quickly. Okay. So stay liquid. Keep that Stay cash. liquid. Okay. That's right. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's our show for today. We appreciate y'all listening. Again, this is episode 340 of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. That means there's 339 other episodes. You can get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. Um, you can uh, go on the episode 
tab and you can search for whatever topic or idea that you're looking for. It'll feed back to you all the shows we've done to cover that topic. Again, if the one you're looking for is not there, shoot us an email, radio at MaximumVP.com. I'd be happy to respond to you either directly or much like we did today, create a show around that topic because chances are if you have that question, other folks do as well. And they'll be happy you asked the question. Um, so you can get them all there. If you prefer to listen to it on your smart device, you can go to your favorite podcast player, be iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you should see it right there. You can subscribe to it. We tend to drop a new episode every Thursday morning, so it'll be delivered right to your smart device for your listening pleasure. You can get all the old, old episodes there as well. So thank you for being part of today's show, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.